All right, News Roundup Information Overload Hour. Sean Hannity Show, 800-941-SEAN, our number. You want to be a part of the program. Uh, now day 53, Americans held hostage behind enemy lines. That's Americans. We don't have an exact number. They couldn't give us an exact number even this week. We keep asking. Nobody knows. That would be Americans left behind, abandoned. That would be their families. That would be thousands of, of, Amer- of people that have green cards that are eligible to live in the U.S. right now, abandoned, and their families. Uh, that would be tens of thousands of our Afghan allies. Many now uh, reports, we've been chronicling all of them, while the, there's basically been nothing but silence and crickets from the Biden White House. Biden has not mentioned the Americans he's abandoned once in like 35 or six days at this point. It's it's a disgrace. Uh, the Biden State Department is throwing up every obstacle to every you know, American group independently working in under very dangerous circumstances behind enemy lines to rescue Americans. He's done they've done nothing to lift a finger to help Americans on the ground or our allies on the ground or green card holders on the ground or their families. Um, we do have an update on on some of what's happened. We now know that counterintelligence officials remember the CIA, they, they got out seven weeks earlier. They now have officials saying in a top secret cable uh, to bases around the world that too many of the people it has recruited um, in the countries to spy for them are being lost. In other words, they're being murdered. They're being captured. They're being killed or they're being compromised. You have one outspoken Marine officer that we've been following this case very closely. Lieutenant Colonel Stu Scheller He's he's gotten out of the brig finally, so that's one step in the right direction. Um, and we have an ex- the State Department not aware of Americans that Representative Mullins say died in Afghanistan because of the withdrawal. And this is Congressman from Oklahoma, Mullen, you know, and he's talking about Americans dying trying to flee Afghanistan, including a three-year-old girl, a two-year-old boy, and the boy's mother. How does he not? How do they not know about any of these things? Now, Great Britain, they're pressing the Taliban to release all Western hostage, hostages. Biden's not opening his mouth, not saying one word about it. The bomber behind the Kabul Karzai International Airport attack was released from prison only days beforehand. That's because Biden let the Taliban stay on the march for six straight months and didn't lift a finger to stop them. Nor did he withdraw while we had full control of Kabul. All of this is happening, and it's like, you know, you can't mess this up any worse. But Joe Biden says, and it's it's an extraordinary success. Remember, we completed one of the biggest airlifts in history with more than one hundred and twenty thousand people evacuated to safety. That number is more than double what most experts thought were possible. No nation, no nation has ever done anything like it in all of history. The only the United States had the capacity and the will and ability to do it. And we did it today. The extraordinary success of this mission was due to the incredible skill, bravery, and selfless courage of the United States military and our diplomats and intelligence professionals. Anyway, joining us now is Senator Steve Daines of the great state of Montana is with us. Now, he's calling for a joint committee to investigate this entire debacle. Uh, Senator, welcome back to the program. Um, do you agree with Joe Biden that this is an extraordinary success? Do you agree with him that we have complete leverage over the Taliban? Because that's what he was telling us at the time. Sean, President Biden 
completely embarrassed the United States. Uh, well, we're on the world stage there. The whole world was watching a complete disaster led by this president. It left us looking weak. It emboldened our enemy, Sean. I don't think... I don't think the administration understands what they have done to empower and embolden our enemies, terrorists now, who see that and believe they defeated America. Uh, we need accountability and answers. The more we dig into the decision-making chain that went on, first of all, this was right there on President Biden's desk. The buck stops right there. And that's why I'm demanding that the Senate and the House established a joint select committee on Afghanistan for a full, complete investigation into this failed withdrawal from Afghanistan. Because, Sean, we are much less safe because of this. The more we dig into it, the worse it is. I mean, it's beyond anything I've ever seen. You know, if you look at this disaster, if you look at the unmitigated disaster at the border, I mean... You know, we, we are now expecting 400,000 more illegal immigrants. Well, we're going to set a 40-year record of illegal Im- immigrants coming into this country. We're not doing background checks. We're not doing health checks in the middle of a pandemic. We're not seeing if people are f- financially able to take care of themselves so they won't be a burden on the American people. If And I don't care where people come from. Just come come into America. Please respect our laws, our borders, and our sovereignty. And then welcome welcome aboard. We're glad you're here. Sean, of course, I'm from Montana, a northern border state. But I'll tell you what, Montanans are looking at the hypocrisy of the Biden administration. On one hand, you just noted the southern border is wide open. I was down there with uh, Senators Cruz and several other Republican senators back in March. We were literally verbally uh, threatened by Mexican cartels. We were there at midnight standing on the banks of the Rio Grande. They were shining flashlights at us, saying things were so vile that the Border Patrol agents said, I really don't want to translate that. That's how bad it is down there. The cartels, the cartels right now are in control of our southern border. And God bless our border agents and what they're trying to do down there. But here, here's the connection to the northern border. So President Biden has the northern border shut down. Canadians can't come into Montana. And by the way, that hurts our businesses. We've got business in places like Great Falls, Montana. Revenue's down 20 to 25% because the Canadians come into Montana and they spend their money. And yet the Canadians have an 80% vaccination rate, Haitians less than 1%. So in the middle of this pandemic, uh, what's Biden doing? Shutting the Canadians from coming into Montana, but leaving the southern border wide open. You can't make this up. You know, I'm looking at all of this put together. Then you see this monstrosity. I mean, the way Joe Manchin keeps folding, you know, it looks like it's going to be somewhere in the two, $2.3 trillion uh, mark in terms of new Green Deal radical socialism, unless the squad stops it because it's not the full $3.5 trillion. We'll see. I mean, who knows what's going to happen. I mean, Democrats are now in the middle of the biggest civil war killing each other. Um, but I don't see a single thing working. I don't particularly like it, Senator, that we're now begging OPEC to produce more oil. We should be going back to the energy independence that Joe Biden inherited and we should be asking our own states like Texas and Oklahoma, North Dakota and and Alaska and, and even Montana to produce more energy. Remember, Sean, the Keystone Pipeline enters into Montana. Correct. When President Biden 
by executive order, stop that pipeline. It was just a huge gut punch for us in Montana. But look what's going on in places like Europe. You've got natural gas up 500%. You've got oil up 70% and rising. You've got coal up 200%. So if you want to see what's going to happen to America as a result of the Green New Deal that the, the Dems are pushing through at the moment, look no further than Europe, where right now they're really afraid of running out of energy this winter. The, the prayers the Europeans are, are giving up every night is, dear God, don't let us have a cold winter. And this is what will happen to the United States if you allow these far-left policies to go forward. And, Sean, I'm glad you're talking about it because there's not enough being said about the underlying policies under this monstrosity of a bill. Yes, it's the largest tax increase in American history. Yes, it's the largest spending bill in American history. But we need to talk more about the very reckless and dangerous policies that are contained within that, uh, that spending bill. What are the things that stand out the most to you? Well, the Green New Deal and, and, and what it will do to unilaterally disarm this nation from where we have taken ourselves, because of American innovation, Sean, we now have energy security. Sean, remember back in the 70s, the War of Yom Kippur, when the Arab countries went after Israel, oil prices quadrupled, inflation was, uh, was unleashed on this economy. Remember what Ronald Reagan inherited from Jimmy Carter? A 30-year fixed mortgage in 1981 was 18.6%. You can tie that back to the oil shock prices because of the disruption of the supply in the Middle East. And what do we do in America? We said we've got to be energy independent. Well, look what the Biden administration is doing. We finally became energy independent. In fact, we're global energy dominant. We're net exporters of energy. And the Biden administration, AOC, Nancy Pelosi, Bernie Sanders, the left... They want to disarm us from an energy perspective. That is really dangerous. And here's what's also happening is inflation now is rearing its ugly head. It's the average hardworking Americans and Montanans will be affected the greatest because of these policies. And this is why we've got to talk more about these policies and not just the tax increases and the spending as bad as it is. Well, let's talk about the tax increases, though, because uh, I argue, Senator, that that corporations really don't pay taxes. They they pass the cost on to we the consumer with the high cost of energy you're you're dead on accurate um we have now artificially decreased the supply of oil in the world well it's simple economics supply and demand crisscross and dictate the price you artificially reduce the supply and the demand remains constant guess what your prices are going to go through the roof which is exactly what has happened sean you're exactly right uh i remember under President Trump's administration is because of American innovation and putting the right policies in place to, to incentivize more energy production made in American energy. Remember the Iranians, they, they launched missiles at, uh, at, at oil tankers that years ago that would have created a huge spike in energy price, in oil prices. What we were seeing because of American energy independence, it was just usually a blip on the oil prices there because we'd insulated ourselves from the disruption of the supply coming out of the Middle East. And this, this is a, a real threat to our economy, to our national security, and this is why we must stop these policies. That's why we've got to change who's in charge here in D.C., because these leftists are running wild. They think they've got control of this place, and we've got to stop them. All right, quick break. More with Senator Steve Daines, great state of Montana, on the other side. Then your calls, 800-941-SEAN, as we continue. The news 
newsmakers you won't hear anywhere else. This is the Sean Hannity Show. As we continue, Senator Steve Daines of Montana is with us. What do you think now? What What is the impact of all these failed policies, starting in Afghanistan, looking at our border, looking at looking at abandoning energy independence, and and now the inflation associated with uh, now the higher price of the lifeblood of the world's economy? Uh, and, and and where do you see this 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 debt the debt that they're now taking on? I don't even think our great-great-grandkids are going to be able to pay this money off. It's so exorbitant. Well, you're exactly right. And we add one more, too, Sean, is their their defund the police. Uh, When you have Vice President Kamala Harris going after Border Patrol, you know that picture of the Border Patrol agent there in the southern border? He's riding his horse. In Montana, we know what that is. That's called split reins. In other words, the reins aren't tied around the, the, uh, the, uh, the, the horn on the saddle. The bottom line is they weren't whipping those those refugees. They were just trying to protect the southern border here, and the rains were were, were uh, noticed there in that picture. So you've got the White House telling lies about Border Patrol agents who were there to try to protect us. So you add all that up. I'll tell you what's happening is you're seeing the American people, uh, as they're looking what happened in the 2020 election, they're saying, oh, my word, we cannot let that happen again. And they thought they were getting one thing with Joe Biden, maybe this nice, gentle guy. He is the most far-left liberal president we have ever had. You look at the policies, the bureaucrats he's appointing to the various cabinet agencies. Sean, these are, these are uh, absolute true blue liberals who are embracing, in many cases, more of a social Marxist agenda. And that is a threat to the freedoms and the, uh, uh, the liberties that we hold dear as Americans. Oh, it's it's really bad, Senator. I've never seen it this bad. It's never been this scary. And, you know, to think we're well over a year away from an election to be able to put the brakes on this is pretty unbelievable. Uh, we appreciate you being with us. I, I hope you're still looking out for my little... I want a Hannity mini ranch out there. <laughs> How many acres is a mini ranch? You, you know, we'll call it a starter ranch for you, Sean. But uh, all i got to tell you, the price is going up because Montana has become a sanctuary of freedom thanks to a, a new governor, a conservative governor we elected in 2020, first Republican governor in 16 years. Uh, we have got uh, freedom-loving leaders across Montana, and we're grateful for that. So to tell you what, Sean, we're getting a lot of refugees moving in from places like California, Oregon, and Washington. Conservatives are tired of their liberal policies, and they're seeing freedom in Montana. So, Sean, the bad news is the price is going up for you. So, like, a mini ranch, though, would be how many acres? That's that's my question. Well, mini ranch, you know, we could probably get you something there for a couple couple thousand acres. Probably be a good starter ranch for you, but we can, we can, go, up, we can go up from there. <laughs> a couple thousand acres. If I spent the rest of my life walking that ranch, I wouldn't see every part of the, the property I own. Sean, when, uh, you, when you get that ranch, let me know. I will take you out. I'll be your hunting guide there when you get it, so let me know. Man, if you've ever seen me ride a horse, you'll laugh your ass off, I'll tell you that. <laughs> anyway, I love our friends in Montana. Thank you, uh, Senator uh, Danes, uh, Steve Danes of Montana, 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. I, I There are days, I just, I wish I lived, you know, looking outside my backyard and seeing the home where the buffalo roam. Plenty of days we wish that. 
We got work to do, though. Anyway, all right, 25 to the top of the hour, 800-941-SEAN. You want to be a part of the program. You know, I'm watching all of this, you know, saber-rattling, if you will. Well, it's way beyond saber-rattling of China over Taiwan. And, you know, we've been warning China, apparently, and our allies have been warning China to stop their incursions into Taiwan's air defense identification zone. I mean, you know, we have now dozens and dozens of of Chinese fighters now, you know, just just showing the world we can do whatever we want. And they keep talking about reunification with Taiwan. That would mean taking over the independent state of Taiwan, which they view as their right to do. And I think what's happening here is I think this is exactly what I've been explaining would happen is that President Xi has determined that America's got a weak, frail, cognitive mess of a president that even abandoned his own people in Afghanistan, and he's not going to lift a finger to help Taiwan. And if the United States doesn't get involved, uh, he doubts that the rest of the world's allies are going to want to take on the communist Chinese and their military might. So he's looking at this now as being the time to act. Now the question is this. This is the question the media doesn't get into. And that is, well, is Joe Biden compromised? Because we're barely hearing a word out of him. Remember, Hunter Biden was on Air Force Two with then-Vice President Joe Biden. And and then he got the the billion-dollar deal, which became a $1.5 billion deal with the Bank of China. We've yet to discover... Any experience or expertise in private equity, the, the, the type of money that was coming from from the communist Chinese with connections to their military. And the question then remains, well, is Joe Biden, is the Biden family, are they compromised? And it's a fair question. You know, you've, you've got, you know, Hunter Biden still apparently owns a minority stake in this Chinese private equity firm with ties to the communist government in Beijing. Remember, he gave the interview, I haven't taken a penny from China. No, he's taken equity in this whole deal, which is estimated to be worth $20 million or more. The president has repeatedly said that you received $1.5 billion from China, despite no experience and for no apparent reason. Obviously, fact checkers have said that that is not true. Look, this is literally has no basis in fact in any way. I have you received any money from no. my business dealing? No. At all? Not no. one cent? Not one cent. Definitely not $1.5 No one ever paid me $1.5 billion. And if they had, um, I would not be doing this interview right now. <laughs> then he had the $100,000 shopping spree that he went on for him and his family with a Chinese national. And then all the money he got from Ukraine and Burisma and, you know, tied to Ukrainian oligarchs and the, the, the big expensive sports car from a Kazakhstan oligarch. And then the Russia and you know, is the waiver for the Russian pipeline while simultaneously stopping America's own natural gas pipelines. Was, was that because Vladimir Putin and Russia have the, the Bidens compromised? I mean, if you look at this deal and this, this, analysis of hunter biden by libya when he was trying to get what two two million dollars as a, a down payment to try and get money that had been frozen by the obama administration into libya and they were going to use him to lobby for them 
huge conflict of interest. You know, how did they describe Hunter Biden as a as a drug addict, degenerate? Anyway, so they if if Libya had that knowledge, what does China know about Hunter Biden? Do you think they have images of Hunter like existing on his laptop with a crack pipe in his mouth or him with hookers? And worse, which we'll find out in November when Miranda Devine's book comes out. There's a reason why my lawyers will not let me get that hard drive. And you say, well, Hannity, why are you listening to your lawyers? Because I really don't want to go to jail. I'd like to keep doing the show. And, you know, I have a rule. You never lie to your lawyers. You never lie to your you can't lie to your pastor and you can't lie to your significant other. And you can't lie to your doctor. There's people in life you shouldn't lie to. Under any circumstances. Anyway, um, now we've got this this whole painting thing going on. Made his professional debut, Hunter did, at his first art exhibition in Hollywood, California. But it's all going to be anonymous. Well, it turns out it's going to be anonymous except for Mayor Garcetti was a, apparently there. Now, I've looked at the artwork. I don't know. It doesn't really look any different to me than... Painting by numbers, I didn't seem like it was worth a half a million dollars to me, but I'm not the most artistic person. And I, if I, you know, it's just ridiculous. Hunter's first exhibit of his artwork billed for September for months. You know, exclusive viewing. It was book bombed. I think it sold less than 10,000 copies its first week with all the hype that it got. I mean, something is really wrong here. Jen Psaki gets very defensive when she was asked about it. There was concern when President Biden took office about his son's business dealings with China. He was supposed to divest himself of his stake in a Chinese private equity firm in December with ties to the Chinese central bank. As of April, he had not yet done that. And at some point, you are going to get back to us on that. Do you have an update on that? Has he dissolved that interest now? I'd point you to his representatives on that. He doesn't work in the administration. Okay. Into this, though, the president has said during the campaign that none of his family will have any business relationship with anyone that relates to a foreign corporation or a foreign country. Wouldn't it be assuring to the American people as we head into this if they just let the American people know if Hunter has divulged himself? Well, that? again, I, I, I conveyed to you, and then I think I'm going to have to move on, that you should no, talk to... You should talk to his representatives. There's no reason to yell. I'm certainly not yelling. You should talk to his representatives. That remains his policy. He's been working to wind that down. Beyond that, if they would talk to his representatives. Hunter Biden's artwork. Mm -hmm. Did the White House play any role in crafting the sales agreement with the New York Gallery um, to protect the, uh, the purchasers or the ultimate purchaser's identity? Well, I can tell you that after careful consideration, a system has been established that allows for Hunter Biden to work in his profession within reasonable safeguards. Uh, of course, he has the right to pursue an artistic career, just like any child of a president has the right to pursue a career. Uh, but all interactions regarding the selling of art and the setting of prices uh, will be handled by a professional gallerist adhering to the highest industry standards. And any offer out of the normal course would be rejected out of hand, and the gallerist will not share information about buyers or prospective buyers, including their identities with Hunter Biden or the administration, which provides quite a level of protection and transparency. How insane is this? Because you know the media reaction if it was Trump. You know what would it be? You know, Americans abandoned in Afghanistan. Just stop for a minute. If it was President Trump, what would the reaction be? If, if it was 
Donald Jr. or Eric Trump or Baron Trump or Ivanka Trump and they're being paid millions of dollars with no experience in Ukraine. What do you think the media reaction would be? If you get on a shopping spree, a $100,000 family shopping spree for fun with a Chinese national and your last name's Trump, well, what would the reaction be? If you get a $1.5 billion deal with the Bank of China, what would the reaction be? If you get a $3.5 billion deal with the former first lady of Moscow, a, a Russian oligarch, and then you give Vladimir Putin a waiver, what would the reaction be? If, if in fact, you have the the kids of the Trumps, if they're compromised, doesn't it raise questions about whether people are compromised or not? Jane in upstate New York. What's up, Jane? Um, I just wanted to address on some of the talk about the misinformation. I get a little frustrated when I hear about it because I don't really feel like the current administration really has a right to call it misinformation because there's just not enough misinformation out yet on a lot of the things that they're trying to, you know, cover vaccine, COVID itself. I've had COVID in January along with six of my family members and not one of us had like consistent symptoms. So, you know, when it came down to the discussion of the vaccine, when they use the word, it's safe, um, it's, you know, effective, for them to use those words, there has to be enough information out there. And so for me, it's just a little frustrating because my whole everyday life is being um, directed by this, whether it be work, my children, um, you know, social. And I'm just really curious to see how much longer this current administration or like Facebook and Instagram are allowed to decide if it's misinformation or not. You know, the first thing that comes to mind is natural immunity. Now, you had nearly 800,000. And again, anecdotally, this was what Robert Malone, the guy that actually created the technology for the Pfizer and Moderna uh, vaccines, uh, that being the mRNA vaccine. Uh, but you got 800,000. It's yet to be peer reviewed, but it's fascinating. The results is it's something like you're, you're 27 times less likely to be impacted by the Delta variant if you had natural immunity versus the very technology that the guy I was interviewing created. I mean, it's pretty fascinating. So the science is not complete yet. Now, there was a conflicting study of only 200 people uh, in Kentucky, and I don't think the sample's big enough to draw any conclusions from a sample that small. So we don't have the answer. Um, I've yet to see, even though now they're they're talking about vaccinating kids as low as, what, five years old to 11 years old. I, I've yet to see the science showing me that it's safe, that I can read it, understand it, absorb it, and not only safe, but is it necessary, considering this this has mostly been a virus that has impacted older people, people that are morbidly obese, people with pre-existing conditions, compromised immune systems, comorbidities, um. That is that those have been the people that have gotten the worst symptoms, hospitalized, been put on a ventilator. Some have died. Seven, over seven hundred thousand people. That's why I urge everybody to, you know, I give my my standard advice: research, learn, ask smart questions, um, take into account your unique medical history, current condition, talk to your doctor, doctors. That's the answer that I have. 
if you have a breakthrough case, you test COVID positive. If you never got vaccinated and have a case, then you should immediately call your doctor and in an informed way, ask about, for example, monoclonal antibodies and whether or not that could be helpful for you. Um, so, but you do raise a good question. You know, where, where is the science? We get lectured on the science all the time. Well, for them, the science keep, kept changing every day and the, and the science changes today. And Fauci, how he still has a job is beyond any understanding that I have as a human being. 800-941-SHAWN, our number. All right, we got one more minute. Let's go to Andy in Florida. Andy, the one minute is yours. Go. Sean, how are you, buddy? I'm good, my friend. One minute, all yours. All right, just wanted to circle back with you on uh, inflation and what Jackie was talking about uh, the other day with um, with corporations not raising uh, prices and how dare they. But anyone um, from small business to corporations, when expenses go up, and revenues are the same, either prices are going to go up or people are going to be let go, sadly. Um, that's that's economics 101. So well, they're not going to get a pay sure raise, right? Gonna, you know, I, I haven't seen where anyone in, um, had a 5.5% pay raise from uh, retirees to any, you know, employee, you know, employees and so forth. It's insane. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean... You know, I, th- I think you raised uh, some really good good points here. I don't know. I mean, things have gotten so bad in my mind in this country. I just, it, nothing makes sense except that it's just everything that they're doing is wrong. And it's creating in, 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 an incredibly dangerous America and world on top of it. And I don't think you can screw it up any worse than screwing it up. And I can't wait for a year. You know, like so many of you, I used to suffer from insomnia. And no matter what I did, I just didn't get a good night's sleep. I'm sleeping better than ever. I fall asleep faster, stay asleep longer. And it's all because of MyPillow.com and all the great products they have, starting with their premium MyPillow and their MyPillow mattress topper. You've heard me raving about their Giza Dream Sheets. I mean, soft and comfortable. I mean, it's just incredible. It's made from the world's best cotton Giza. Uh, they're soft, they're breathable, durable. And right now, our friends at MyPillow.com, when you go there and go to the Sean Hannity Square, uh, you're going to get Giza Dream Sheets. Buy one set, get the other one free. It's simple. MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square. They have other deep discounts on other great MyPillow products as well. They all come with a 60-day unconditional satisfaction money-back guarantee. You can also give them a call. It's 800-919-6090. But the bottom line is you want, you need, you crave, you desire, and frankly deserve a good night's sleep. Well, that's all things MyPillow.com, Sean Hannity Square. We'll continue. Focused on finding solutions to today's biggest problems. life of me I'll, I'll just never understand the republican party and why they so many of them don't have a backbone the idea that you know mitch mcconnell is even considering 
First, we thought that he he was considering it. Then we thought he might have done it. Then we got corrected by Chad Pergram that, you know, the idea of a lifeline on the debt ceiling when they're not in any way involved in any of this reckless spending. This is not a hard call. I don't understand it. Anyway, let's see what happens. Uh, We're going to talk to Senator Ted Cruz about it tonight. Mark Levin, the great one, is going to weigh in. He'll be fired up about this. Greg Abbott, Dana Lash, Mike Huckabee. Uh, So please set your DVR, 9 Eastern, Hannity, Fox News. Let's try and hold Republicans to the conservative principles they often run on and often forget. 9 Eastern, Hannity on Fox, set your DVR. We'll see you tonight at 9 Back here tomorrow. Thanks for being with us. You make this show possible. We will never forget it. See you tonight.